0: Hello, hello, Mediaverse members, and welcome to Mediaverse Unwrapped. We bring our non-toxic Facebook community of Marvel fans to life. I'm your host, Max Taff, and I'm joined by the pumpkin to my spice, Megan Spangler. Let's
1: rock out with our cock out,
0: (laughs) y'all. And today, we give an update on our drama with new rock stars. We discuss the budget for the Marvels. We hear comments from our members, and so, so much more. Let's dive in.
1: Let us go.
0: All right, so kicking us off today, following up on our brief drama with (laughs) New Rockstars that we mentioned last week. Um, As a result of our podcast episode calling New Rockstars out on stealing our Destination D23 Loki Season 2 content from... Twitter slash X and using it in their breakdown video without crediting us, it has come to light that New Rock Stars and their host Eric Voss may not be what they seem. Uh, we have multiple former employees of New Rock Stars who have reached out with allegations of a toxic work environment and lots of sketchy stuff going on behind the scenes there. Uh, we have reached out for comment from New Rock Stars and Eric Boss, but have received no comment on this. We are actively investigating and will keep you updated once we have all the facts, as we usually do. So stay tuned for that. Okay, guys.
1: And when we say we've reached out for comment, I have stalked these people on every social <laughs> media. I have sent messages. I have commented. I have tagged. I have done everything. And we're mm-hmm. ignored. So we're going to keep going because you stole from us. And that's not fair. All you had to do was cite your sources, you know. It doesn't seem like a big deal to some people. But money was spent to go to D23, which we've never gotten to do before. We've never been at a point where we can go to a convention and get that information for our group, Mediaverse Comics Unwrapped. Mm -hmm.
0: And for you listeners.
1: Yeah. And they didn't go. They they weren't there. No new rock stars Mm -hmm. representative went. went. So... The fact is, you stole from us after we spent money to get that information. And the least you could do was cite your sources. That's all you have to do. But Eric Voss, you do this to a lot of people, and we've heard from a lot of people that you've done it too. And we've seen the receipts. Yeah. So, you guys, like it does. I'm from the outside looking in. I can see how this doesn't look like a big deal. How it looks like we're clout chasing or whatever. But this is what this is hmm. a really big problem in the fandom. This is a big form of toxicity that we are completely against. If there is if there's a celebrity yeah. that steals designs or steals information or steals an idea from a small influencer, a mom and pop store, mm-hmm. everyone's up in arms about it. This is the same thing. Support small businesses, yep. do what you exactly. need, but don't let don't let people take Credit for that kind of stuff. Because it could be you someday. We cite every Mm -hmm. source. We give credit where credit is due. Because that is the right thing to do. No, they don't legally have to do it. But professional respect should be there. Yeah. (sighs) I'm mad about it.
0: I'm pissed. I know. It's still a salty topic. Clearly to so many more people than just ourselves. So uh, we definitely will have some updates upcoming that are going to rock your socks. Let's just say, um, definitely, some craziness that we uncovered that we did not expect, and are actually no. very saddened to hear about. So, stay tuned, stick with us, and we will we will have that.
1: We will post when then that episode will be. It could be the next one, but we'll let you know because we we want yeah, you to be we'll informed. You know. Just it's the right thing to do, you know. You'll see you'll see me in the comments. Uh, hashtag I stand with mediaverse Unwrapped.
0: Exactly, exactly. So. Moving on <laughs> from that, <laughs> we're going to dive into our first actual like podcast topic for today, which would be the Marvel's budget, as revealed by Forbes, is currently the fourth most expensive movie in the MCU. The top four most expensive movies in the MCU at this moment are the number one being Avengers Endgame at $400 million, which, of course. wow, of course. I mean, yeah. given th- the stakes of that movie, given like the... Like just colossal size of the cast, like understandable. Avengers: Age of Ultron, again, any ensemble film, you know, same thing at three hundred sixty-five million.
1: Dope movie too. Uh,
0: Avengers: Infinity War, three hundred million, but the Marvels at two hundred and seventy-four point eight million. How interesting, given that it's not a big team up, or is would fans consider it a big team up? I mean, is it?
1: So I think I think the budget will make sense once.
0: I agree. I mean, this comes after all the rampant rumors last week claiming that the Marvels had an incredibly small budget. So just goes to show you don't believe anything until it's confirmed. It's like we always <laughs> tell you guys until it's confirmed by reliable sources stating what those reliable sources are. Do not believe anything you read. It's all, it could be a theory, it could be a rumor, could be an over exaggeration. Be careful what you listen to online because it's not always true. I mean, we make it a point to always be 100 percent with our reporting, but not everyone does.
1: And also, if you see these rumors, please be aware of who's posting them because there are Facebook pages, Instagram, YouTube accounts that are making up rumors due to the strikes Mm -hmm. and them not getting any confirmed information for clicks because their clicks are low. So do not trust anything unless it's confirmed. Also, when has anyone ever cared about a budget in an MCU film? I know. It's just because it's this one. As soon as I saw that there was, I guess, a big upset about the budget, I was like, okay, okay. Come on now. No one I know. no one cares. I, I, I don't. Because I don't, I'm not paying for it. I don't care. Spend what you want on it. As long as it's good, I don't care
0: exactly yeah like to me the bigger budget the better it means they can get better <laughs> cgi better effects better actors better everything i'm totally fine with it it's not my money and listen i pay for my movie tickets like everybody else <laughs> put that towards a better budget for a bigger movie i don't mind
1: also it's like we shouldn't care because budget we don't know how the budget is spent the phase one uh, all the movies in phase one were a lot less than that and they were still fantastic but then you have mm-hmm. the strikes going on and they're fighting for better wages and we don't know what it's being spent on. We don't know who's getting paid what. We don't know any of it. So we can't judge a movie based off the budget. Come on, y'all. Just enjoy the ride. It's true.
0: Just enjoy it. It's true. I mean, touching on what Megan said, like I've seen some huge, hugely budgeted films that end up being flops or like very poorly received. And then yeah. I've seen some films that have like a budget of, like, 10 bucks that end up being, like, Oscar winners.
1: <laughs> like, it just... The wanted... budget
0: doesn't necessarily make the film.
1: Yeah. And case in point, Secret Invasion. That had a huge budget. Ugh. And I'm still mad, so...
0: <laughs> I'm still mad about Secret... I was... I, like, I feel like I'm starting to, like, you know, get over it a little bit now. But I'm... St- like, every mm-hmm. time I see it... Like, when they... They just recently released the um Marvel... Asse- making- what is it? Marvel Assembled episode, right? Of the mm-hmm. making of? Of Secret so- Invasion and... I still got mad when I saw it. I was like, "Ooh, I want to see how they made it so shitty." Like, I'm I so I know,
1: I saw it and I was like, "I'm gonna watch it because I want to know where it went wrong." Something happened. I know, so. I know. <laughs>
0: it's true. I maybe need to see it. I haven't seen it yet.
1: Maybe that's our toxic trade. <laughs> <I
0: don't know. laughs> oh God, I know. I'm just waiting. I need to. I need to watch this to like fully understand like where things went off the rails because <laughs> like it yeah. just doesn't make sense. Still, I still can't wrap my head around it.
1: Agreed. Yeah, that I'm. I'm spite watching it for sure.
0: I know every time it's a rewatch I have to rewatch that like if we're gaining momentum on a new project where it'll be involved or something I'm just going to be watching it just shaking my head the whole time like why why did we're, you do this it could have been we so, were so good could have we had were everything so... <laughs> we were so young and we could have now. had it all <laughs>
1: <laughs> my, oh god. my god <laughs> it's like
0: it's like when you, when you it's like that scene in Star Wars I feel like I've referenced this before but it just it fits so perfectly like when Anakin and Obi-Wan are fighting on Mustafar at, in episode 3 and <laughs> Obi wans just like, "You are my brother, Anakin. You were the chosen one." And just, but yeah. it feels like I feel like Secret Evasion was like supposed to be that project, and it just like really like missed the landing.
1: I always think of um, Tyra when she's like, "We were rooting for you. We we're all rooting for you." Exactly.
0: <laughs> That's exactly what it feels like. Yes. You're right. That's a good one too. Yeah. <laughs> It's true. We were we spent so many episodes of this podcast like really like rooting for secret invasion that it just was like that that last episode and we were like pissed. <laughs> oh, memories.
1: I remember like the second to last episode, we were starting to get like, okay, okay, something's happening we don't like. <laughs> and then that last episode, we're like, oh my god, we we got got.
0: Yeah, we did. <laughs> we did. But, but I don't know. Anyways. I think secret, <laughs> I think the Marvels will be pleasantly surprising. I think that I you know people are really judging it based on the short run time and the high budget. But you know what? when it comes to the budget, the only thing I can really think of is the special effects that are needed, because I know a big portions of this film take place in space. A lot, all the main characters' powers are completely CGI. It's not like, you know there's any way around that. They're, they're light-based powers. They have to be graphically designed by you know, a CGI professional so it's yeah. like you know that that costs a lot that's what i'm thinking it's from but yeah you
1: know, and they're was... gonna be on different planets what if we watch the movie and we're like that money was well spent that was a hell of a movie you know like
0: i know yeah yeah
1: come on guys i, I don't exactly. want to see oh they spent this much 273 million for a flop we don't know if a flop stop saying that get your hopes up i know. Board.
0: give it a chance <laughs> give it a chance I,
1: exactly be positive
0: like... Give it a chance. Don't don't have too crazy of expectations. Go in just like, you know, just to enjoy the film and and go from there. That's how I, I'm viewing things from now on.
1: Exactly. If you go in thinking it's going to flop, you're going to look for a reason for it to be a flop. Go in, relax, get you some mm-hmm. popcorn. I don't care what you do. Just, you know, let's not add negativity. The world's negative enough. Just chill.
0: Just chill exactly and speaking of um reactions and thoughts on the marvels we asked our mediaverse comics and rap group members what their thoughts are on the budget what their thoughts are on the marvels what they were excited for just to get a you know feeling for what our members are thinking when it comes to this film and starting with david he said monica last we saw her was wandavision i want to see if she touches on what happened slash any new updates on wanda
1: Hmm.
0: i want to see that too
1: I didn't even think about that. I didn't even think about her giving us an update on Wanda. That's, that's interesting. Thank you, David. I like that. I know. I'm excited to see Monica, too, because she's the one that hasn't got the superhero treatment. You know what I mean? Ms. Marvel got a show. Yeah. Captain Marvel got a movie and has been in multiple movies. And then there's Monica, who's, who's a good, good mm-hmm. character in the comics. So I, I want to see her get the credit she deserves.
0: Yeah, I definitely want to see um, Tiana Paris get her flowers because she was really good in WandaVision. I want to see how she you know, fully embraces this character now as a lead, as a lead in this film um, and see where it goes. I mean, it looks from the promos that she is going to be more comfortable with her powers. She understands what she can do on a very molecular level from what it sounds like from how she described yeah. it. Um, she's going to be already working with Nick Fury. So already probably having been trained or trained in the process of training on how to use them. I'm interested to see how she refers to Wanda as well. Like, how is she going to tell Carol that it was Wanda that did this to her? Is she going to say it was Wanda Maximoff? Is she going to say it was a Scarlet Witch? Is she going to say like, because Carol, you know, knows Wanda. They met each other at the battle of, um, at the Avengers campus um, battle. No, Uh, it wasn't Wakanda. It was um the final battle.
1: I don't know why I thought it was battle.
0: The battle of Earth Earth. is what. Battle Earth
1: Yeah, sure. The Thanos fight.
0: (laughs) They met each other. Yes, exactly. They met each other at the Battle of Earth. So, I mean, especially during that girl empowerment scene, you see Wanda and Carol both stack up. So they know each other. Who knows? Maybe Carol will be like, oh, I know her. That's weird. I didn't have that experience. But okay. Like, we'll see what happens.
1: I wonder if I really... The, The part of me that really loves drama really wants her to be like... I knew she was a bitch. I knew it.
0: I know. Like, <laughs> I knew she was trouble. Those powers didn't look right to me.
1: Yeah. She's like, I, uh, mm-hmm. I knew it. Something's weird. I think that'd be really
0: mm-hmm. funny. <laughs> exactly. I would love that, too. I mean, I, I know I, I've been seeing rumors online, again, unconfirmed that, oh, she's going to mention that she got her powers from a witch or something, and Carol's going to be like, huh, so maybe they indirectly mention her and Carol doesn't understand who she's talking about. Yeah. yeah we'll see. We'll see. Our next member, Wes, had this to say: "Brie, she's a phenomenal Captain Marvel, and she stole the show in Endgame fighting Thanos.
1: Hmm. Absolutely, I that that end scene when she's fighting Thanos. That's what turned me around on her because I did not like Captain Marvel. I didn't like the movie, but then I saw that, and I was like, I got to give that movie another chance. Now I loved it. Mm -hmm. Like that, that really was a changing, that changed the game for me there for Carol because." i did not like her
0: i know i know we we've talked about it and we talked about like you know i remember one time i said something about how from carol's perspective and the performance that brie took on this character people were always complaining about how wooden she was this and that and i kind of you know broke it down and said you know the reason why she's like this is because xyz she's ex-military she's you know lost all her memory she has no reference of her family or anything she's kidnapped she's being raised by aliens in a different world as a soldier you know that's that has a lot to do with how she came off in that film for a lot of it. I mean, she had no emotional attachments at that point. So, you know, and I feel like that's kind of what got you into what rewatching captain Marvel and giving it another shot too.
1: Yeah. Cause like you watch her, you watch how she is in the movie the first time you're like, okay. But then you realize like they, she, that is what she's supposed to do. Also, no one ever Mm -hmm. says anything about Chris Evans having to be wooden as captain America. Yeah. But you say it about True. Captain Marvel, but never about Chris Evans. But I'll mind my business.
0: <laughs> Megan's <laughs> spilling the tea here.
1: <laughs> it's like it's he's supposed to be wooden too. He's one and they're one in the same. Military experience. Mm-hmm. A hero. They watched people they love die. Like you know, like mm-hmm. same damn thing. But no, he's the perfect Captain America.
0: Mm. Makes me mad. I know, I know. I love Chris Evans. I love the evolution of his performance as Cap. And I I I mean I but I see it though, like that first when he, I just recently watched the first Avenger and he does come off as very wooden, but again, think about his character. He comes from a different time period where people were a lot more serious about things. Exactly. He's trying to be in the army. It's like his lifelong mission. He wants to be a soldier or whatever. You know, he's in the military. He's super he takes it seriously. He is Captain America. I mean, that's that's the embodiment of the character. It wasn't until We see him now in present times where he kind of loosens up and is learning a little bit more, but you remember it's, it's the time period. So you just gotta, you gotta think more about the actor's performance and where they're coming from rather than just like casting them off because they're not like what you expected. Again, manage your expectations, give people a chance. I love Brie Larson. I think she's great as Captain Marvel.
1: Yeah. You have to look at it. Like the character, the actor is really trying to give their portrayal of what, character is like if it's a new like captain marvel brie larson did her research she read the comics she did all of it that is how she portrayed her and honestly if you've read the comics she's pretty pretty straight edge in those you know you can Mm -hmm. tell there's military experience she has her eyes on the prize that is what she does just like captain america so i i just think the whole thing is tired the whole Mm -hmm. argument of she's too wooden you've Got to get a new one. I think it's it's done. We're over it. She's been in plenty yeah, of other definitely. things since. Stop holding on to that one thing. If you don't like the character, there is no shame in that. Honestly, no one cares if you like it or not. Try to give it a chance. And if you don't like her, you don't like her. It doesn't it doesn't hurt anyone.
0: Exactly, exactly. It's true. It's true. Uh, from our member Nicholas. Last but not least. He's had to say that he is super excited to see Kamala because she was such a delight in her own show. Also, Carol, because it feels like it's been so long since we've seen her. And I want to find out what's going on with her and Monica. Yes. Thank you, Nicholas. Mm -hmm. I want to know what's going on between Carol and Monica. There's it's been like team we've been waiting for for like almost three years now that Mm -hmm. started in WandaVision. We want to know what the beef is. We want to know what's going on with them. And yeah, I totally agree about, you know, having not seen Carol In a while i mean she's made a couple of appearances since but you know rey larson hasn't had a chance to fully like get into like an aspect of this character like in a full way since the first film so i'm interested to see where she goes where she's at in this one how the character will change in modern times because captain marvel the first one took place in the 90s she's been through a lot since then so let's see
1: and she captain marvel I just, I want to see her and Kamala interact so bad because you can already see Kamala being like, Come on. it's, it's Carol Danvers. And she's like, Oh, you calm down. You are too much right now. Like I, I want to I see know. them form that bond that Kamala so desperately wants it's her mm-hmm. hero. And you want to see Captain Marvel grow attached to someone to have a bond that she didn't think she could have. I, that's, Mm -hmm. Those are things I want to see. I want to see what goes down between her and Monica. I need that drama from them. Because there's going to be something. There has to be. Uh, And I want to see them all just form this beautiful bond of, like, sisterhood. Because, like, we really don't get a three-person female team ever in anything. Yeah. Of this, such a magnitude of this. So that's that's what I would, like.
0: I'm really excited for the team up i mean it's definitely one of the first in the mcu i mean it's really exciting to see these little characters from different points of this universe coming together and converging on this one mission now so i'm really excited i have really you know good vibes from the marvels i think it's going to be really good and i can't wait to see it so we'll stay tuned with us and we will be covering all of that when the movie comes out and so much more fun to be had with the marvels yes
1: i'm very excited moving on to something i'm sure many of you heard about the showrunner of netflix daredevil one stephen mcknight has responded to a post on x formerly twitter whatever you want to call it i call it twitter regarding the daredevil born again disney plus reboot mcknight was recently tagged in a message posted by thomas identifying himself as a crew member of the netflix marvel shows who said, and not only did they cancel Daredevil once the crew got full pay and holiday vacation pay, the Disney Plus reboot is back to season one. I-A-T-S-E contract terms. I didn't know what that means. Hopefully someone does. Hmm. It's an egg a- scam. I wonder if Steven D. Knight knows that. McKnight responded with, "It's an old Disney scam where they slightly rename a series to reset contract terms back to season the first season." Uh, he wrote on Twitter, "Needs to be addressed by all the guilds, unions, and crushed." When responding to another tweet that said, "How much we want to bet that X Men '97 follows the same pattern?" McKnight said, "From what I understand." I'm not going to see a penny from Daredevil Born Again because they added the Born Again and can claim it's a different show, he explained. You know, with the same two lead characters, who I love, playing Daredevil and Fist. Okay.
0: Okay. Oh, my God.
1: Okay. Where to go from here. You're mad because you're not going to get paid for a completely different show you have not worked on that's on a completely different network that's made by completely different people that has a completely different plot that probably has nothing to do with your show except the characters. You didn't create the characters. You didn't make them.
0: Mm-mm. You didn't
1: hire the actors. My guy, that's not you. Stop. No. Can we, can we just stop not. doing this? I don't get it. What?
0: We're going to add him to the salty list along with Frank Chris Grillo Brewster. and Chris, Chris Brewster. Brewster. 100% because this is just ridiculous. Okay, first of all, no one knows what this show is going to be about. Probably not even him. And nope. we have no idea if this is going to directly... The, the question is still up in the air, as it has been for a few years now, is if this will connect back into the original shows that were on Netflix or if this will be a completely new continuity or what this is. Um, it's clear that Disney is going to be ramping it up on Daredevil investment coming soon once this show airs. They're including him in sketches for new rides. They're including him in announcements like prior to Rogers, the musical they were, you know, they, or during Rogers, the musical, they were made a wrench mentioned to Daredevil. Like there it's clear they're going, they're going in the direction where he's going to be included in this. So it seems like they might not be using anything from the Netflix shows and he's just salty. He wasn't asked to come back and be in charge of them. I mean, and granted, he did a great job on the first, you know, iteration of the show. And on top of that, I understand what he's saying about the Disney contracts, because we've recently in the last couple of months heard about the Disney Channel contracts where Disney would do this. And, you know, it's obvious when you look at, you know, their filmography from those years and you see the show three seasons and then gets revamped into for the last one. I mean, you see it. So but it's just like, you know, these actors wouldn't come back to the same roles at a lesser pay. Now, if we're talking just crew members, then yeah. I mean, if if this is the real reason it's very shitty and we stand with our crew members, but just this just seems like a stretch to me. Like, he just seems like he's mad and he's just trying to find any reason to justify his anger.
1: Also, he's using Daredevil as a really dumb example. Netflix canceled Mm -hmm. Daredevil, not Disney. Disney picked it up. Disney gave it life. Exactly. So I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not trying to come off like a hardcore Disney, like, don't you dare talk about Disney. I'm just saying, like, every single thing that's said about the show, the show, the crew, everyone has been remained silent. We're only hearing negative things from people who worked on the first show. Shut up. Exactly, who were not
0: invited back. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
1: shut up. That's sour grapes. There's other things he has been saying, uh, and, of course, Chris Brewster, as usual. Well, they say that it's a Disney scam that Mm, they wait. the th- it's the third season that that's when the actors get a uh, holiday pay, a raise. They get all these other different benefits. Bro, mm-hmm. Stop using Daredevil. Daredevil went more than two seasons. You're not making sense. Ah, it makes me so mad. Like, yeah.
0: you're just trying
1: to get clout right now. You know, that's all you're doing. All of you exactly. out here talking trash? Talking about how this new show is a scam, how this is not done right. Who's gonna Mm -hmm. hire you after this? Exactly. Because I wouldn't hire someone who's that loud in the press about something they don't like. That it seems petty to me. And of course, makes you look really bad. Yeah, of course, it's your opinion and it should be respected. I get that, but you're just whining. Just where is your positivity? Mm-hmm. You could have easily said, this is a Disney thing and I'm not talking about Daredevil at all. Daredevil, I don't know what the show is going to be and I hope it's for the best. That's all you had to say.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, Disney isn't the only one that does these things. I'm pretty sure yeah, exactly. Every, Yeah, exactly. every single network ever does these things. And when someone said, I bet X-Men 97 will do the exact same thing. What? What are you talking about? Are you talking about the shows from years and years and years ago, from when we were kids? Because that... What? I'm tired, man. These people make me tired of their negativity.
0: I know. I'm tired of it too. Like, shut the fuck up. Just Seriously. be happy.
1: God, stop trying no, to and create you know drama.
0: Exactly. It, it's true what you said. I mean, I don't. I just. I don't know. Like, I don't. I don't know. It's just. <laughs> what Disney if they owns didn't the rights the show? to these shows. <laughs> yeah like like, you know it's it it, when there's a new production especially so many years after the first one like there's so many people that get replaced that are unavailable you know actors and crew members go through new contract negotiations for a new show it's being undertaken by a new studio because it was under Netflix before I mean it's like it's like anything I mean you know I guess what they're saying they're comparing X-Men 97 because again that was made by a different studio before and now they're bringing it back after 30 years or so like no not 30 but like, like you know 20, 20 yeah. 25 almost right
1: and uh, i was a kid when i was watching it so i remember so
0: it's just like let's get with the time stop being salty you didn't get asked to come back and just like get over yourself
1: yeah like it what are we doing you know if you think about all the people that are not talking shit right now who are out there hoping for the best for them like They're getting jobs. They they can go and work because they're unproblematic. What you're doing looks bitter and petty, and you're complaining that you're not going to get a cent from Daredevil Born Again, my guy. You're not on. You're not working on the show. That's like me Mm -hmm. crying that I'm not getting paid to go work on Apple's podcast because I don't work for Apple, but I have an iPhone. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Come on, (laughs) it's so true. It makes no sense. Like, just, 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 shut up, people. I just want yeah. some positivity because it's there's it's just so lacking lately. Mm-hmm. And it's just wild to me. Just, just shut
0: up. Just yeah. It. Like, I'm still excited <laughs> for the show, and until someone like actually relevant to the production comes forward stating that Disney did some wrongdoing, like, let's relax, like, with all this, because it's just it, it, Megan's right. It looks petty, and let's just calm it down. You need to
1: calm. Yeah. It down. And we included this today because of the clickbait it's been generating. If you see something that says "Daredevil Born Again Proven to be a Scam" or something along mm-hmm. those lines, this is what they're talking about. Don't click their links. Don't give them that money. Like this is what they're talking about. You are informed now. I don't want you to fall victim for clickbait because I hate clickbait. Mm-hmm. So I
0: hate it too. It's annoying
1: yeah it's just freaking
0: hard. that takes us into our tea time with max and megan segment and today we are kicking it off with the news that a new special is heading to disney plus lego marvel avengers code red and it's currently set for release on friday october 27th so we will be covering that how exciting
1: i saw so much excitement for it and i it makes me so happy cuz i feel like the lego projects are so wholesome cuz they're just little toys yeah. and it makes me so happy
0: <laughs> i know it's true i mean who hates legos unless you're stepping on one but it's like yeah you know how how wonderful and i always find the lego productions to have like just a certain um, underrated humor to them that's like yeah. quickie and still like appeases adults like it, they 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 know how to hit that nail on the head at, over at Lego and I'm excited this is the first like official like Marvel special so I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm ready for that
1: like like the Lego movie was fantastic mm-hmm. it, it, like I just love these things they just make me happy
0: Yeah, and I love the Lego Star Wars specials that they've been doing the last few years so yeah definitely bring it on oh are those good I like them oh
1: cool okay.
0: they're funny yeah Oh, good. Because they come from, like, a satirical place. And, like, instead of, like, you know, like, addressing the subject matter, like, head-on and taking it, like, from face value, they make it, like, kind of like a spoof, almost, where they, like, make the characters, like, a little more dramatic versions of themselves or a little bit, like, you know, m- like, more dry or, like, a little bit funnier. Like, and I love that. And it gives you, like, a whole new sense of, of, like, of the material. It's really fun. I enjoy them. Oh,
1: I like that. I like that. I'm going to try to check those out. So loki season two gets moved up a day for its release we will now see loki season two on october 5th which is so random they just move it up a day i mean i'm not gonna complain but it's so random
0: i know it is kind of random but i think disney plus is trying this new release model with their series where instead of doing it at like 3 a.m eastern time you know and 12 a.m pacific time like on disney plus they're dropping it at a place where both coasts can like watch it because really it wasn't fair like if you're on the west coast you could just stay up until midnight but on the east coast it's like 3 a.m that's nuts it's really late so i kind of like it
1: yeah everyone's like you can stay up till 3 a.m like then you got to watch the episode then you got to try to sleep after the episode you're not sleeping oh it's it's just Mm -hmm. not so much exactly but i do like that they're changing it
0: yeah exactly like i have to say i like this new release model better and i think that you know i ain't mad at getting this a day earlier (laughs) at all so Awesome. It's like yeah. a cool little surprise. And I, I, like I said, I've been enjoying like seeing them at nine o'clock instead of having to wake up like early in the morning before I start work to watch the episode, you know? So it, 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 it's cool. I like it.
1: Yeah. And, you know, Iger's pissed about how uh, Disney Plus shows have been doing. So he's like, I'm going to do anything. I'm like, well, then. Yeah,
0: trying anything. Godspeed. Exactly. Godspeed. <laughs> I, I'm liking it so far. Let's see how it goes. Yeah. All right. So then, moving on. In... The Marvel Studios Assembled for Guardians of the Galaxy 3, James Gunn says only one of his dream actors for Guardians got cast. When I first went to Marvel and I pitched Guardians of the Galaxy, I brought a little book. I had worked very hard trying to put this little book together of all the little pictures and photo references and all that stuff. And in that book, there were all the characters listed and who I thought should play those characters. He continues. And of course, none of those actors who were in that book ended up playing the characters except for Zoe Saldana who I met and loved from the very beginning. That's awesome. She was a great Gamora.
1: She's great at everything. But it's wild to me because you look at the Guardians, you're like, he didn't want any of (laughs) y'all. He just wanted uh, Zoe Saldana. That is insane to me. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And the funny thing to me about that is that the studio tried to get Amanda Seyfried as Gamora at first. Zoe wasn't the first choice for Marvel. Yeah. They wanted Amanda Seyfried and she declined because of the makeup process. So she missed out because that would have been a good role.
1: I think she would have done really well as Gamora. Not as good as Zoe Saldana though. That that was just brilliant yeah. casting. I think she's good. Uh, but Zoe just had such good chemistry with everyone and that's hard to replace. I
0: agree. I think she's fantastic.
1: I'm just so confused that Chris Pratt was not James Gunn's choice. That's, that's crazy to me because yeah. they, they're so close now.
0: Exactly. And I, I know I've read who his first choice was and I can't remember who it was, but I think that, you know, comparing Amanda Seyfried to Zoe Saldana, I think Zoe Saldana brought a certain toughness to the role of Gamora and a certain yeah. like strength to it that I've never seen really Amanda Seyfried like portray on screen before. At least not in that way. And I think that it really lended itself very well to the character. Zoe killed it. So, I mean, I, I definitely like Amanda Seyfried. I think she would be great in the MCU. But I, I'm happy with who we got for Gamora, truly.
1: I am too. And she just took Gamora to such high levels. It, just, it was fantastic.
0: Yeah, she did. Yeah. She
1: did. So, the Disney Plus server officially confirmed that Echo now has a release window set for January 2024 setting its delay into stone. The site changed Echoes page by taking away the text debuts on Disney Plus November 29, 2023 and added debuts on Disney Plus January 2024, making Alaka Cox solo series the first live action MCU show of 2024.
0: Um yeah, I don't I don't know. It, it seems weird because it seemed like they were so set on Echo coming out, they were like, "Oh yeah, we're releasing it in one day." We're gonna it's gonna be the first MCU show that's released like in a binge style and it's coming out on November twenty It's not moving, it's not moving, and now it's in January. So I don't get what's going on. Um, I've seen some rumors uh that they're cutting it down from six episodes to five because of an issue with the flow. Again, it's not confirmed, but that could be what it is. I mean, interesting. I don't know. This this show just seems like all over the place though.
1: I feel like it doesn't have any part of the bigger MCU story, so they can really do whatever they want with it. So that's what they're doing. But I also mm, think it's. That could be. Uh, yeah, I think it's just going to be an introductory. To be honest with you. So they're p- moving it around. It, I, if it doesn't have anything to do with anything, it doesn't. And uh, it must be their new trying to change the way Disney Plus is being released the shows because this is their first like bingeable show besides I Am Groot. So. I think that also has something to do with it. And they're just kind of experimenting Mm. with it. They can do what they want. That's how I'm taking it. I I saw some of the rumors that they cut down an episode. But I'm putting no faith into not a single one of these rumors. Because we have gotten nothing from it. Exactly. We haven't even gotten a trailer.
0: Or a synopsis or anything. Yeah, nothing.
1: And we've gotten everything for Loki Season 2. Which was going to be debuted at the same time. November is the Marvels. We got stuff for that too. We got not a single thing for it.
0: Yeah. So we'll keep you updated on that one. That's, that's certainly interesting. Yeah. Uh, But heading over to DC for a second, Blue Beetle will officially be streaming on HBO max Monday, September 25th. So I'm excited for that because I haven't seen it yet. I know Megan saw it, but I haven't.
1: I loved it. It was so fun. I I'm so excited to see it again. It if you haven't seen it yeah. I, I I think you'll really like it. It's very very fun. It it's just good. Mm. Like it it's not the usual DC. I'm a fan of DC, but like usually their stuff's pretty dark. This is this was just good. If you like Iron Man 2, you're going to like this this movie.
0: Cuz you'll awesome. when you very yeah, cool. when you right.
1: watch it you'll see the vibes.
0: Oh, I'm excited! I really do want to see it. Um, I just wasn't gonna go see it in theaters, and I I'm, I'm excited <laughs> to see that it's coming out on streaming. And yeah. we'll see, we'll see how it goes. We'll see. Yeah,
1: I I'm very excited to hear a review from you. So.
0: Hmm.
1: Yeah, because I had to do Morbius.
0: Definitely. <laughs> yeah. I know. I know. You did have to do <laughs> Morbius. <laughs> we will definitely discuss like our thoughts on Blue Beetle. We haven't covered it yet for you guys, but we definitely will be um discussing all that once I see it uh and yeah. we'll go in depth on that one so stay tuned stay tuned it's coming
1: so moving on uh marvel studio assembled the making of secret invasion is now streaming on disney plus if you'd like to see where all went wrong i'm just kidding guys if you liked it <laughs> exactly. i'm really happy for you <laughs> if you i'm i'm happy i know but we
0: support you yeah just know we support know we're,
1: you we've been burned and this is our like one big burn that's happened so
0: that's all yeah so i will be watching this to see like we said (laughs) earlier in this episode i'll be watching to see what went wrong and we will talk about that with you shortly
1: (laughs) it'll be it'll be interesting whatever it's something to watch whatever
0: exactly yeah during the (laughs) strikes at least Yeah. yeah All right. So our last piece of tea, Um, we are so excited to finally announce our partnership with Blind Knowledge and are so proud to have been invited to join their podcast network. We will be shifting our main podcast home to Captivate, starting with last week's episode. But don't worry, our episodes will still be available wherever you currently listen. And we thank you so much for rolling with us on this wild journey we are on. More updates to come on this, but just know it's good for us and it's good for you guys so we can continue making the content you love. So thanks for your support and thank you to Blind Knowledge for inviting us to come along.
1: Yes, thank you. The honor is all ours.
0: And that's a wrap on Mediaverse Unwrapped. Thank you so much for tuning in. Until next time, you can follow me everywhere at HisNameIsMax.
1: And you can follow me on Twitter at MeganTheGangsy.
0: Join our non-toxic Facebook group, Mediaverse Comics Unwrapped. Follow our public Facebook page, Mediaverse Plus. Follow us everywhere at MediaverseCU. Our new episodes premiere Tuesdays everywhere you can listen to a podcast. Thank you for tuning in and goodbye for now.
1: Peace out, Girl Scouts.